What's the purpose of the DA's call to impeach the president? The absolute purpose is the fact that we need to always be clear, South Africans, that no citizen, including the president, is above the law. We, when we adopted the Constitution in 1995, we said we adopted it as the supreme law of this land. And so when any citizen uh, who, whose oath of office is to defend the Constitution, then act in a manner that violates that, surely as South Africans, we need to ask for accountability. Now, a court has ruled to say that the executive overreached, and we believe in this instance there must be some accountability. And we think that the Section 89 of the Constitution says that a president cannot stay in office if they grossly violate the Constitution of the Republic. Now, here a court has found against President Zuma, and we are of the view that he has grossly violated the Constitution. Now, the ANC can use its own numbers to defend him, but it still doesn't change the fact that a judge, it's not the DA saying it, a judge argued the case to say, the executive overreached and ultimately violated a very serious principle of the rule of law. How much merit does that argument have, that that this is about the law, the legality of the country, that no one's above that? Does the decision of whether to impeach the president really rest on the legality and those arguments? Well, tomorrow the president decides to do something else, decides to fight a different battle. Are we going to sit down and say, well, look, you know, they've got the majority. We mustn't do anything. We mustn't leave it. That's the very essence of democracy, says we need transparency and accountability. And if the president can get away with such issues, then we simply are destroying our own institutions. And if parliament is going to be co-opted by the executive, then we've got a deeper problem on our hands. But more seriously than that, let's think, if you were Sudanese, 300,000 Africans died. Do black lives in fact matter? Should we be saying to ourselves, Omar al-Bashir should be entitled to come in and out of South Africa without a question? In 2010, the question was asked, the president said, look, he would have complied with the law and have arrested Omar al-Bashir. Now he comes as a guest of the AU. Now suddenly we go, well, we'll side with what the AU wants to say so that ultimately we don't have to deal with what is now a diplomatic issue and our own courts finding against us. What's worse is that when the court even found against the president, it was during that time that the president, through diplomatic processes, organized for Omar al-Bashir to exit the country without us even being able to say we knew what the president was. President Jacob Zuma, together with the Sudanese president, is also heading to China this week, despite that ICC warrant of arrest. Do you you think that this is a matter that that within the South African context is going to be one that's going to be raised loudly enough for for you to get this vote of impeachment? Look, we are asking for a vote to have an ad hoc committee established. The vote for an impeachment will be a separate matter because the, the ad hoc committee must look at the substantive nature of what we are seeing here. We must look at whether or not this matter warrants the, the, the merits of it, whether the law was in fact broken. We must study the court judgment. All of that must be debated. And ultimately an ad hoc committee, because we've set up a substantive motion. We're not making up any allegations. We're simply going by a court ruling that said, led by President Jacob Zuma, the executive erred in this. And he's just gone out to say he listens to the court orders. He wants to listen to them. I'm hoping this time he can comply. My further challenge is that what President Jacob President Jacob Zuma can align himself with from Vladimir Putin to 
to Omar al-Bashir, to anybody, is not great. It's something that South Africans must be able to decide and be able to say, are these the allies we want to build South Africa with? And what does it mean for when President Nelson Mandela said, our foreign policy must be driven by human rights? What are we saying to the legacy of President Mandela when we associate ourselves who seem to have no, with people who have no sense of responsibility around human rights? Around the debate, you're going to need around 50% of the votes to make this possible of the 400 members in parliament. Is this worth the day of pay for taxpayers who are going to be paying MP salaries in the National Assembly while they debate something that is perhaps a foregone conclusion? Well, I think that let's, if, that's, if that's your argument, and if that should be the argument of the voters, let's cancel everything in Parliament. Because any debate that takes place will always have that same dynamic to it. It will always have the vote of the majority. So we might as well just say, let's forego Parliament, let's ask the executive to decide everything, and let's give up the whole Parliament thing. Let's not debate anything, let's not ask the tough questions to the executive. If the ANC want to use their majority to defend wrong things, illegal thing. Let the South Africans know that. Just like they voted in support of Nkandla. Let South Africans know that. Just like they voted in defense of water, uh, Watergate and all the nuclear deal that's coming. Let South Africans know that it's the choice of the ANC to protect the president rather than to protect them. That's the issue here. And it's the best service we can put to the country where we can be able to say to the people of this country, we want to serve you so that you know who must be accountable when us as South Africans face repute globally when people say we have no respect for human rights anywhere else?